Who am I? Why am I here? Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. I shall not seek and I will not accept the nomination of my party for another term as your president. Tear down this wall. And the wall just got 10 feet taller. We're going to California and Texas and New York. We're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. Welcome back to our uh, midterm election coverage here with uh, Election Shock Therapy. And we've got, uh, we traded out uh, Aiden for Sarah. Hello there. Uh, and still here is uh, is Bramson, Crum, and more. Yep. <laughs> and Mulberry's on mic now too. Ooh, I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here in case I want to say something. He doesn't necessarily <laughs> want to admit he's on mic. Sam, we're all here mic. in case we want to say <laughs> something. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, Sarah, you're one of our seniors here in the yes. political science department, and. Um, I want to pick on you just a little bit okay. as we watch these returns. Um, you have your eye on your home state. Where are yeah. you coming from? I'm from Anchorage, Alaska. Um, and our main races that are uh, going on right now, we have a gubernatorial race. Uh, the main uh, contestants are Mark Begich, a former senator um, and a Democrat. And then uh, for the Republicans, we have Mike Dunleavy, former state senator. Um, and then we also have... Um, a lot of local elections, but the gubernatorial race has really taken uh, everything up. Dunleavy's uh, leading the polls, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the Ivan Moore polls, he's only up like a few points, but uh, that generally tends to favor the Democrats. Like historically, he has been off in favor of the Democrats. Hmm. Um, so it, he could have a slightly bigger margin than mm-hmm. what Ivan Moore's predicting. Um, so. We shall see. It's um, only uh, it's only five five twenty five thirty. Yeah, we have a couple um, hours before the polls yeah, close. Yeah, so in Alaska. there's there's like nothing yet up there. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. plenty of time if you're li- if you're if you're Alaskan and listening to this uh, podcast, you can still go vote. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we have a large contingent from Alaska. I'm confident. But on the, out on the East Coast, we a lot of things have happened since we last checked in. And I'm uh, Andy. What's what do we know? Yeah, well, I think, I mean, one thing we should note, note here is that uh, Mitchell Crum was basically right. And I saw <laughs> well, that's generally true. <laughs> yeah, he refused to toot his own, so I'll toot it for him. When he said a few weeks back that, um, you know, there wasn't really going to be a blue wave, the Democrats might well take the House, and in fact, that still looks more probable than not. But they're not going to, yeah. like, sweep over it with a 50-60 seat gain. I mean, that, that seems unlikely at this point. Um, it seems almost impossible for the Democrats at this point to take the Senate. Um, that never looked very likely. Mm-hmm. Um, but Indiana has been called by most um, outlets for the Republicans, for Mike yeah. Braun over Joe Donnelly. Um, Florida looks like a very possible pickup for the Republicans in the Senate, um, although that hasn't been called yet. Um, yep. West Virginia is holding for the Democrats, but again, it's just the math doesn't really work, right? right. Oh, and the Republicans also picked up Tennessee, which you know, they the already had one. that seat, but that, that was, again, one where the Democrats really could have used a pickup. Right. Um, and so it's just... You know, unless the Democrats somehow pull out every other race that they're kind of right. in, um, it's almost impossible for them yeah. to send a majority. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the Indiana case, do we think we don't have the exit polling? But do we think right. that uh, the the Kavanaugh vote really impacted Joe Donnelly's reelection chances? I would say it probably, certainly. I don't know if it was decisive, but it certainly right. probably had an impact. Didn't um, help. Well, it, it certainly didn't help. Uh, one of the things that. Uh, 
is, is probably is, is that's usually attractive about Indiana Democrats or Democrats from blue states is that generally they show themselves as being willing to really be more like Republicans than anything else, right. mm. especially on sort of those sort of big valence issues that everybody's paying attention to. And so I think Donnelly not being willing to sort of give that big signal, that big public signal, yeah. probably really kind of made it more credible for the attack ads when the attack ads say he's just like everybody else in Washington or he's on board with uh, you right. know Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi. You know, that gets some credibility if on a major issue, then you can sort of point to, look, here's how they voted in that. Whereas somebody like Manchin, who decided to vote in favor of Kavanaugh, when those attack ads come along and say, well, he's just like Schumer, it's pretty hard to make that case. It's much harder to sort of make that stick in the public mm-hmm. consciousness to say, mm-hmm. he's just like Schumer. Well, how is he just like Schumer when on this big issue that's dominating national news, he voted against what the other Democrats said? And so it sort of gives more credibility on those yeah. big public moments uh, to a to, to, uh, to a blue state, or sorry, to a red state Democrat. Right. Right. And with Blackburn winning in Tennessee, you're right, the Senate's basically closed. Republicans will hold on. But it's important to still pay attention to it because we, um, the margin matters a great deal in the Senate as well. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. a two-seat margin is very different from a four-seat or a six-seat margin. And that's kind of what we're thinking about there now, too. Well, the Um, other thing to think about is just 2020, right? I mean, like, if if you... Think about this going two years forward, right? I mean, if Republicans are able to pick up, say, three or four seats, right, um, then the the chance of Democrats taking back the Senate in 2020 becomes much smaller, right? If, on the other hand, they end up the night with only, like, maybe a net pickup of one or something like that, um, then I think 2020 gets a lot more interesting, right? Correct. Um, because Absolutely. 2020 is kind of the reverse of 2018 in the sense that Republicans are dem- will be defending a lot of seats that are difficult for them to defend. Tonight, it's the Democrats who are defending in a lot of tough places. Right. Yep. So, so, Sarah, um, in addition to uh, hanging out with us and watching these midterm com- uh, uh, elections come in and writing course papers and senior sem papers, <laughs> what else is going on on campus these days? Um, yeah, <laughs> I would uh, really like to plug a, a club that I and Angelica Phillips, she doesn't know that her name's being dropped in this um, <laughs> as well, but we are trying to start a club here. We've got BSG approval. Um, we That's have our Bethel student government, <laughs> yes. not Battlestar Galactica, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like that idea that it's Battlestar Galactica. Um, <laughs> uh, so we have approval, and we are going ahead. Our kickoff meeting for Leading Women of Tomorrow is on November 13th at 7 p.m. in HC 414. And Leading Women of Tomorrow is a D.C.-based bipartisan organization that's geared towards encouraging and equipping women to run for public office to address the uh, gender gap in public representation. Um, so we are really excited about that. We're going to have a guest speaker who has um, almost 10 years of experience in the public sector. And we are going to be doing a t-shirt drawing and drawing for a book um, and just uh, sharing with uh, Bethel ladies uh, what we're about. So, yeah. Cool. That sounds awesome. So, I'm really excited. Thanks for sharing that. Thanks for being here tonight. We're going to sign off right now and go back to uh, staring at uh, CNN and, and, and ABC <laughs> full time. And the but, we'll, guy. but by the time we come back online, we'll have some more things to share and a little bit more context, too. Yeah. All right. Uh, signing off for now. Go Royals. <laughs>